Um, hi, everyone. Today we have a very special guest with us, Herbert Lien. And Herbert is a partner and as well as the head of strategy at Talentcraft, which is a HR consulting as well as training firm. So, Herbert, thank you so much for joining us um, at our podcast today. Herbert, can you share a little bit in terms of your background and um, what you do at Talentcraft? Hi, Lien. Hey, yeah, it's uh, it's great to be here today. Uh, and uh, thank you for inviting me to be part of your podcast. Uh, well, Talentcraft, uh, we are essentially a boutique consulting firm. Uh, we focus on uh, helping companies to build better teams. And um, this comes in various forms. I mean, we do HR consulting. My, my uh, background is as a strategy consultant from BCG. Right. Uh, but beyond uh, doing, for example, consulting for companies in order to improve their HR processes, I personally head up our training business mm-hmm. where we offer uh, a variety of programs uh, in career coaching as well as in strategic thinking. And uh, that's really where my passion lies. Um, I'm also an avid podcast listener. Uh, so really? I really want to thank nice. you. Yeah, for, for, you know, I've listened to a couple of episodes already and I, and I really love them and I uh, just want to thank say you. thank you for adding your voice and your experiences to what I think is really a very challenging role that, you know, I personally may not have, you know, have experienced before, but I really have a lot of respect for, which is to say mm. as a working mom. So yes, thank you for that. I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you, Herbert, and, and thank you for um, forking out time from your very busy schedule to, to join us. So today we have Herbert with us because we want to touch on the very intriguing topic, at least for me, um, on the topic of networking, right? So we, I'm sure every one of us, you know, at some point in, in our lives or in our career, we have heard of the term networking. So Herbert, maybe can you share with us a little bit more when it comes to this area? In your experience, or rather in your definition, what exactly is networking? Uh, so, so I think that's a great question to start with. <laughs> yeah. uh, because, you know, if, you know, a lot of people think of networking as going for networking events and conferences, mm. hanging out, uh, handing out business cards and getting business cards in return. Um, that mm. really is one very small slice, I think, of uh, networking. Uh, I would like, I think, for us to broaden our definition out today uh, to encompass networking basically as uh, building of relationships uh, in order for you to be able to give to that network as well as to uh, get value from that network. So it's the act of both giving and receiving. It is the act of sharing information, of mm-hmm. forming trusts, and helping each other to achieve goals, right? And, and mm-hmm. that can take many forms outside mm-hmm. of the traditional networking, uh, networking events. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank thank you for breaking down for us. So can I just ask, um, so I mean, all of us, we hold different jobs, we're at different levels. Is networking in your view, like really necessary? Like, you know, we want to progress in some way. Um, so do you think, you know, say between two people, you know, one person that's networking and one person that isn't networking, do you see that, you know, the person who's networking, for instance, is able to go, you know, you know, a longer distance in his her career, for instance. Well, maybe let me uh, ask you about your personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, let me ask you about your personal experiences first, right? Like, okay. like, how do you think uh, networking 
has been or might be beneficial to you, especially in uh, your situation as a working mom, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, and and this is this is our target audience here. How how might that be especially helpful for uh, in in your particular situation? So. Thank you for throwing back the question at me. Um, so I think for me, it's about breaking out of my comfort zone. And this is something that personally, I, to be very transparent, I, I struggle with because, you know, we have only 24 hours in a day. We, we gotta juggle work. We gotta juggle family. Um, you know, we wanna, you know, spend time, you know, as, as a, as a daughter, as a son, as a mother, yeah, wife, etc. And, and I think mm-hmm. for, for myself, networking itself, like, you know, you're, you're carving out even more time out of that, that very limited 24 hours that you have. Um, I would love to do net, more networking. I think the struggle for me here, or the challenge for me, it's, is definitely time. And mm-hmm. also, um, you know, there, there's so many events out there, you know, which, which are the ones that's, um, applicable for me. And, and I think also down to personality, and I find it hard to like warm up to people at times. I, I feel like, you know, um, say I'm in a networking setting, you know, if I'm going alone and which mm-hmm. sometimes is the case, you may not be able to find colleagues to go with you. How do you, you know, break the ice with people? How do you, um, reach out proactively? And, and so, so that's, there's a level of shyness involved, but really mm-hmm. what I want to achieve in networking is to, you know, perhaps understand from other, um, you know, industries how they operate in the same space, mm-hmm. um, to to you know gather insights, um, you know, from an indu- from an industry perspective rather than just working or you know in in day day in day out within your own company working with the same people. So for me, that is what I would love to achieve, but mm-hmm. I don't think. I'm doing enough. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact, I'm, think, I'm thinking I'm doing very, very minimally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, you know, also maybe that's why I, I reached out to you as a guest speaker because I, I myself, I want to learn, you know, how can I mm-hmm. network, but also network more efficiently and, um, you know, in a more strategic manner. Yeah, so, so, so thank you for that. And I think I really resonate with uh, what you are saying uh, in the sense that uh, one of the biggest advantages of having relationships that are outside of our, you know, like our, uh, just our colleagues, for example, or industry is that broadening of the mind and being able to un- understand and appreciate what else is going on in the rest of the world. Mm. And, um, that, that helps us to be just much more flexible and versatile, uh, as a team member, as a leader, also mm. as people, right? Uh, and it also makes life more fun. I think, uh, because yeah. you see many more different perspectives, uh, you get to share your perspectives with other people. So I think that that is definitely for me, I agree, like one of the main benefits of networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, uh, very concretely as well, uh, you know, as a business owner, um, and in fact, for any job seeker, we will all know that, um, if you, uh, have a warm referral into a particular contact, you're much more likely to get attention from them uh, mm-hmm. and uh, to be able to have a conversation with them and to be given a chance to mm-hmm. put your case in front of them uh, and to uh, 
uh, and to break in because sometimes all we need is that chance, right? Especially, for example, if we are uh, coming back from a hiatus, right? Let's say, for example, we've been taking care of our kids and we're coming back mm. uh, uh, from a long pause. Uh, then, then you know, um, sometimes uh, it may not be as easy uh, mm. for us to get back into the workforce. And that is where uh, things like having a warm referral really help. So, um, you know, they're tangible benefits, right? Uh, yeah. they're also kind of like, like, like kind of intangible, like more, more second, second order, like benefits, such as just opening up perspectives. I think both of them are super relevant. Mm. So, so yeah, I think, I think Herbert, think, thanks, those are really great, um, um, advice. I just want to ask, like you mentioned, you know, people who, who could have been on a career break or, People who have just been, you know, working day in day out, you know, they haven't had a chance to expose themselves to, um, you know, to 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 networking or talking to people outside of the company. So how can how can one start on networking if they've never done it before? Like, how how do they embark on this journey? Where do they, um, you know, look for events? Can can you share some advice? Yes, uh, I think for sure, and I I think this is from. Uh, I'll speak from personal experience here. Mm. Uh, I think that uh, the, the the easiest way to start is don't think about trying to get to know new people yet. Mm. Start by thinking about who you actually have social relationships with. We all have friends. We all have social networks already, right? Mm. Because you, you think networking and it sounds like a big word, right? But But mm. essentially, if you think about it, basically as forming business relationships, Right. Mm. Then um, one way to do it that is very easy is basically to start asking your social relationships and talking to them about their work. Mm. Be curious about what they do, what they are passionate about, what keeps mm. them occupied, um, what they hope to achieve, what their aspirations are. People like uh, to share about themselves. And very often, you know, personally, I find that uh, the tendency in social gatherings is to just stick to the social, right? Mm. And, and, and make small talk. And, and, mm. you know, sometimes even small talk, uh, uh, for introverts may become like difficult mm. after a while, right? Yes. Uh, I, I think that, um, if we just started by broadening out and being willing to talk about not only social things, but also our careers, our aspirations, understanding how other people have careers and aspirations, we will find out a lot of very, very interesting things about other industries, about how they work, about what uh, what people are doing. And that, that gives us the confidence to be able to then uh, take the next step after we are a little bit more practiced with people that we already know that we're comfortable with. Mm. It then gives us the, 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 comf- uh, the comfort to take the next step, which is to then get to know more people uh, in activities that we already participate in. Uh, and, and then from there, you can actually go on to proper networking. So I think it was like kind of like a three-step process if, if, like, mm. like, uh, in, in terms of like increasing, uh, um, uh, increasing distance from the people that you already know, I guess. Mm, interesting. And I, I want to kind of maybe touch on that very interesting point you just mentioned about introverts, right? Mm-hmm. So I think... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we somehow, you know, I, I personally somehow had the idea that, um, you know, it might be harder for introverts to open up. So for introverts to be, for introverts to be at a networking event, 
Mm-hmm. How any tips for them? Because I I struggle with that sometimes. I find you know I actually I'm actually quite introverted. I call myself mm-hmm. like a fake extrovert. So sure. I, sure. I I do find it quite hard to kind of break out my of my shell and to approach people. So you know like like I just mentioned earlier, right? Like if I were to go to a networking event alone, um, you know how from from a from a psychological kind of, you know, um, lens, how, how can introverts approach networking? Um, so let's, let's, let, let me answer your question uh, the way it is phrased first, right? And then I think mm. there's a broader question at the back that I think we yeah. need to discuss, right? Mm. Um, in networking events, if you will be going to a networking event as an introvert, uh, some things that will really help you Okay. Mm. Uh, the first one I think is mindset, right? Mm. Go in not with the, uh, with the aim of, uh, getting to know X number of people or being brilliant and sparkling and witty in every single conversation. I don't think that those should be, uh, you know, that kind of thing adds a lot of pressure to you and then you're not going Mm. to end up enjoying it. And what you don't enjoy is definitely not going to be sustainable. Yes. Instead, if we go in with genuine curiosity, with the aim of getting to know and learn from people, uh, it kind of flips it around. It doesn't put the spotlight on us, but instead mm-hmm. we then start asking questions about what people do, uh, what they want, uh, what, what, what potentially they might be getting out of their network, potentially how we might benefit them, right? Uh, and then that then kind of like sets it up for us to also introduce ourselves. And, and it's kind of like a back and forth, right? Uh, so, so I think the first thing is really uh, mindset, a mindset of learning rather than uh, uh, than than a pressure to perform, mm. right? Um, mm-hmm. As an introvert, and I'm an introvert as well, so I totally understand what you're saying. Um, mm-hmm. Like like, uh, we should feel free to connect one on one, and you know, large crowds generally uh, are, are just a bit more tiring, right? Like because yeah. of the, of the uh, just just having to meet multiple people. Um, feel free to take breaks. Um, mm. Do as much as you think you can do, uh, and then if you need to call it a day, call it a day, right? Um, mm. And and that's perfectly fine. Mm. Um, I I would also therefore like bring us back to kind of like a broader framing of the question, right? Which is to mm. say, um, networking events again really may not be the best place for introverts to mm. uh, network. Okay. Right. So so again, I would really encourage. Uh, you know, those who are introverts among us and even those who are not introverts among us, but maybe are just starting out this journey. Um, again, start from your own social network. Um, mm. turn your social network into a business one, right? Mm. Um, look in your social network and see who else you can know within your social network, right? Mm. Uh, and so for example, if you go to, uh, church, right? Mm. Um, like, like getting to know more people in the church. Right. Um, that, that is, that, that is a thing that is not a networking event, but at the same time allows you to get to know more people. Now, mm. if you were going to an actual networking event and, and you, because you were actually interested in the topic, then I think mm. one more tip that would be very useful is to spend just 10 minutes mm. before the events preparing for the events. And what I mean by that is how are you going to introduce yourself so that, uh, uh, you can tell people why you are here, why you are interested in mm. the events, right? Mm. Um, can you 
possibly, you know, Google, uh, go on Google and just like search up some topics that are related to the events, right? So for example, if you are going to a conference on fintech, then we go in there and we say, okay, what is happening in the fintech space? Just being able to mm. drop a couple of names and mm. be able, being able to mention a couple of, um, uh, topical, uh, current affairs related to the topic immediately mm. gets you a head up in the conversation because people can see, oh, you actually are not a total stranger to this and you actually know something, right? So, so mm. just five to 10 minutes of preparation can make mm. a networking uh, conversation so much more comfortable and make you feel so much more confident. So, so I, I would definitely recommend that. Thank you, Herbert. Well, I, I actually didn't realize that you need to prepare, <laughs> you know, um, before mm, going to a networking event. Yeah, yeah. because I, I think most people, well, at least for me, I would know that, okay, I need to go to this event that's happening at 3 p.m. I, I just pick up and go, right? Like, mm. I have never ever once thought like, oh, you know, I should do homework, as you mentioned, to make networking a lot more seamless. So, so thank you for that. I'll definitely take that into consideration when I go to the next networking event so kind of um still building on that point right so say someone has really you know taken a step to to go to a networking event um and i think it's important to follow up right with the connections mm-hmm. that you have um you know met at the event mm-hmm. because again from my personal experience i go to a networking event you know you exchange name cards and then you get sucked back into um, your daily grind, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the work, the, the, the commitments, the responsibilities, etc. So um, how can we build those, how can we follow up? How can we build longer lasting relationships with people that we have met um, at the networking event? What do you recommend? Uh, I would say that the primary way to keep in touch with your business relationships is through LinkedIn. Uh, okay. And I, I think that... Uh, uh, that, that's probably a very standard and very well accepted way to follow up with people nowadays to say, Hey, it was really nice meeting you. Uh, mm. and, um, would you be okay to, uh, you know, be, be added to my LinkedIn network so that we can keep in touch? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the great thing about LinkedIn is that it allows you to, uh, firstly position yourself, uh, to, 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 uh, share your views and to give people updates. Uh, and to mm-hmm. receive updates from people without actually having to communicate directly with uh, the, the person again, right? Mm-hmm. But you're still kind of in touch, right? And and this is great because the next time if, uh, for example, you need to approach that person for something, uh, then you are actually able to contextualize and say, hey, I see that you have moved to this company, for example, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, th- I found this like really interesting. I found this really relevant. Now, mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, right? If you had engage with the person um, um, beforehand, right? For for example, you had uh, congratulated them on some events that they did, or you had commented before on uh, some some something that they had posted, mm. right? Um, mm-hmm. You have you would have been able to keep that relationship warm with very very little efforts. Uh, and, and then therefore, when you go and uh, approach that person to ask for some kind of collaboration or help, it doesn't feel like you, you, you know, uh, you, you, you don't know the person, uh, yeah. because you would have kind of like used a very low effort, uh, low cost way of keeping in touch. And I think that is really the power of social, uh, social media, 
Mm. and I think uh, why I uh, you know I think all of us, especially the introvert among us, right? Um, yeah. We should really try to firstly um, uh, spruce out our LinkedIn profile so that people know what we stand for and what we are interested in. Uh, yeah. And then after that, to spend, let's say, just 10 minutes a day, right? Scrolling through our LinkedIn, seeing uh, who has done what, uh, you know, um, learning from people and interacting with people. Because uh, in future, uh, when we need to interact and, and actually collaborate with these people, uh, mm. you'll be very glad that you kept these relationships uh, mm. warm. Yeah, that's great. And And I just also wanted to share, actually, a couple of months back, I went to a networking event. And uh things like name cards is no longer the the norm because mm. now you can actually scan you know um using your linkedin uh app and automatically mm-hmm. you know you you can get added right away so yep. in fact, hardly anyone <laughs> I was like there and then hardly anyone was exchanging business cards um maybe some of them still do, but it seems like you know exchanging linkedin contacts um is 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 the way to go so just it just you know, perfect, right? Based on what you just mentioned, then straight away you can really build that, you know, re- relationship and connection with the person um, via social media. Yeah, but the important thing is to keep up, right? Yes. So, so yes. it's one thing to make the connection. Uh, right. It is it, the the important thing is to uh, continue to to have a few posts yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, also to once in a while like or share uh, or comment on their posts. Mm. Uh, that that really helps to keep the relationship warm. Mm. Yes, yes, for sure. Because it's no longer just like adding to the numbers of you know connections you, you number of connections you have, but Correct. really you know striking conversations and all that. I think I think that itself also could be a topic for another day. You know, when you talk about like building mm. a personal brand on LinkedIn, etc. Um, mm-hmm. so so I think I think those are really good tips. Thank you, Herbert. So I just wanted to ask um ask you, Herbert, right? So in your view, what constitutes as successful networking? So just to give you an example, what do you recommend? Um, say you know for for some like a like a career professional, you know, X number of events that he or she should attend in a year, um, you know, what kind of people that they should they should meet, what what would your I won't call it measures of success, but like what would you recommend? Um I think there are a couple of ways to look at this. Uh mm. we are a very KPI driven society. Uh mm. I personally prefer not to see networking in terms of KPIs. And mm. the reason for that is because it gets us into the wrong mindset. Right. Uh, that that essentially what we are trying to do is to optimize on a certain problem, uh, and solve it and get some output from it. Mm-hmm. Um, while possible, uh, it's it it may feel for some people inauthentic, right? And it it feels a bit like it becomes work, right? Once mm-hmm. you have a KPI, uh, mm-hmm. it becomes work. Yeah. So I, I would rather take a bit of a more organic approach and say that uh, if you are enjoying your networking activities, mm-hmm. right, number one, mm. if you are um, pushing your boundaries and getting to know uh, people outside your industry uh, and outside of your normal comfort zone, mm. right? If you have these two things, uh, I think that that for me would be the definition of what success is in networking. And it's a much more sustainable definition, I think, mm. 
mm-hmm. right? Because then it becomes part of something you want to do, uh, and and doesn't feel like work, right? Um, if yeah. we want to be results oriented, I think mm-hmm. that it is perfectly fair to add probably one more uh, measure, which is to say, when somebody comes and asks you for a connection. Mm. Are you able to provide somebody with a connection, right? I have, I have friends who are excellent networkers and almost any time I ask them, like, mm. hey, do you know, like, somebody in this industry that might be able to tell me about something, something, something? Not mm. only do they know a person, mm. but they have, if you like, the social capital to mm. be able to ask that person to speak to me. Mm. Right. Uh, and, and in return, of course, you know, you, you give, you take from that network. Right. But, but, um, so how, how often can you do that? That, that is the measure of how, how powerful your social network is. Right. Uh, so, so if we really want to be outcome driven about the thing, I, I think that that would be basically how I would measure it. But mm. really, uh, if you're if just starting out, just focus on enjoying yourself and on pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I, I think those are the key. And then everything else will come from that. Okay, thank you. Because I, I think sometimes, you're, you're right, we're quite um, outcomes-driven as a society. So I guess it's like, okay, like how many connections I must make uh, you know, in, in three months? Um, how many events must I attend in, in a year, etc.? So, um, no, but thanks. But I, I, I believe, that, you know, when you say, you know, you got to enjoy yourself when you go to these events rather than, you know, being like, I must tick the box. I think it really changes the entire dynamic when you go to a networking event. Um, so, sorry, sorry to interrupt, right? And to yeah, be clear, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying don't have a yeah. plan, right? Yeah. So the thing is that if you're networking for a job, mm. if you're networking for sales opportunities, right? Mm. You are, you know, uh, starting up a business, right? And then you need, mm. you, 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 you need sales opportunities, right? If you that kind of thing, then yes, absolutely. I think you do need to understand, like, how many, how many connections do I have? How many, what percentage of those can I convert into conversations and from conversations into business, right? Mm. Or jobs. Yeah. I, I think that, 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 that is one lens, right? Uh, mm-hmm. where we have a clear objective. And then indeed, we want to plan according to that objective. But I think in most cases, uh, that framing is less relevant. And, and, um, you know, if you're just talking about general networking, which is what we should be trying to do, and, and it's very hard to do in our time pressed, uh, society, right? Like, um, when we are there, I, I would suggest not KPIs, but instead just taking a more sustainable approach to the definition of success. Mm, sure. And I think every, like you said, everybody has a, when it comes to success, you know, everybody also has a very different um, definition. It's quite personal, depending on what they mm-hmm. do. Um, so, so thank you for sharing that. So, I mean, we're coming almost to the end of the podcast, and I just want to ask a very interesting question to you, Herbert. How has your own networking journey been like? <laughs> well, would you say um, you're an expert at it? You know, like how how has your journey been like? You know, through the many years. Um, you know, within your industry? Uh, I would say that um, I started out from uh, practically zero. Again, I'm, I'm quite strongly also an introvert. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it took me many, many years uh, to kind of understand, uh, firstly, how to network and also how to network in a way that uh, 
is authentic mm. and not just about trying to get value out of your network, but really uh, in a way that's, uh, that, that is an exchange, right? Mm. Even now, I would say that I probably don't do it as often as I should. Mm. Uh, and for me, I would say that my main, uh, my, the, the thing that I don't do as much as probably I should is, uh, face to face networking. So mm. networking events, attending networking events and talks and that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, I, I much prefer, uh, doing things online. Mm. Uh, and that has, again, its great advantages. Uh, yeah. But it really is only one part. And personally, one thing that I would really like to uh, grow and improve on is also in um, stepping out of the house and, <laughs> and meeting people face to face rather than just online. Right. Because online is so seductive. It's, it's, it's fast. It's easy. Uh, it's, you know, it's low, it's low effort. Right. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, everybody needs to step out of a comfort zone. I have mine as mm-hmm. well. And, um, mm-hmm. this is how I, I would like to develop. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you, um, Herbert for being so honest. I think you also raised a very good point because when people hear of networking, you think of, well, I would think of like, oh, actual event. You have to go to an actual event, meet people face to face. But you raised a very interesting point that networking can be virtual, especially in this day and age. Um, you know, it's about connecting with each other through social media on, such as LinkedIn. Uh, and it doesn't need to be a face to face event as well. And so thank you for raising that even, point. Yeah. And it's not even LinkedIn, right? Any social media profile is true. And any social media you're on is a network. They are all relationships. Uh, it's just a question of whether you, um, again, uh, take the time to understand not only a person's social context, but also business context, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so any social network is a network. That, so, so, yeah. yeah that, so broad, those are words let, of wisdom. Yeah, that's very true. Any social network is a network. So, so again, thank you, Herbert, for, um, coming on, onto Neil, our podcast and sharing so many invaluable tips, advice, and also you from your personal experience. Um, I think you, you have, you know, you would have helped, you know, a lot of people who are listening out there, you know, in terms of taking the first step out. I think a lot of times it's about, you know, actually leaving the house or actually, you know, like sending an email to someone, you know, like, you know, sending a message. It's just as simple as that, but sometimes we just don't know how to, or just you know simply um, don't know how to don't know where to start. So thank you, Herbert, for for sharing. Um, again, be, maybe before we end this episode, do you have any last words that you know you want to give to our listeners? Uh, you know, when it comes to networking. Um. Yeah. Uh. I. I. Well. First. Firstly, thank you very much for having me. Uh, on this podcast. And as I said, I think it's a wonderful thing that you are doing. Um, and for, again, uh, networking should be fun. Uh, the, the more fun you can make it, I think, uh, the, 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 the better you will be at it. So, so I think mm. that, that, that really would be my key takeaway, uh, from today. And I, I hope that we have discussed a little, uh, a few ways during this podcast uh, for mm-hmm. us to make it more organic and sustainable and fun rather than just something that we need to do. Thank so you thanks, so much. Thanks very much, Eileen. Thank great you. Thanks, Herbert.